the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, everyone, and welcome to Everyday Living. I'm your host, Dr. Trudy. I have a great podcast ahead. I'm excited to share what the Lord placed on my heart. I title it, Who Tripped You Up? Who tripped you up? You're running your race so well. Who came in and tripped you up? Stay with me. You don't want to miss this great podcast here on Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy. This is the Dr. Trudy Podcast, where together we learn to choose faith over fear, contentment over chaos, where we discover what it takes to live a life of victory. Dr. Trudy Simmons has a PhD in counseling. She's a certified life coach, a television host. She's completed 12 Ironman competitions. But if you were to ask her who she is, she'd tell you she's a woman of faith, a wife, and a mother. She's an overcomer with a calling and a gift for helping others to pull through the tough stuff. Thanks for joining us today. Here again is Dr. Trudy. Well, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Everyday Living Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Trudy, and I'm so glad that you are joining me today. Um, if this is your first time tuning in to Everyday Living with Dr. Trudy, I just want to share a little bit about who I am. I am a wife of 24 years, a mother of two. I have a 15-year-old son and an adopted five-year-old daughter. I am an avid Ironman. I've done 13 Ironman races, and I'm headed to the World Championship coming up soon. Um, I am a licensed counselor. I am a TV host, a radio host, um, and just a lover of Jesus. Uh, My desire is always to bring freedom and and to bring um, challenging topics to you so that you can walk in the abundance that Jesus Christ created you to walk in. My favorite scripture of all time is John 10, 10, and it says that the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but God has come that you may have life and have life abundantly. And for a long time, y'all, I did not have that abundant life that the scriptures are talking about. And so when the Lord finally revealed to me all the lies that I, I was believing and I walked through healing, my desire and passion is to impart what I've learned into other people so that they can truly live the abundant life that Christ died on the cross for us to live. He didn't die on the cross for us just to survive in this world. He died on the cross and rose again so that we would thrive in this world. In fact, scripture says that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead lives inside of us. And to me, that is the abundant life, to know Jesus Christ, know that the Holy Spirit lives within each of uh, each believer, and then to walk out in truth and obedience. Um, but so often, sitting in the counseling room, I just hear the sadness in people's hearts, the sadness of Christians, of believers who are just, they're broken, and they're wounded, and they're hurt, and they can't forgive, and they're stuck in 
you know, in a world, in a world of striving, in a world of torment, in a, a world of trauma, when God is saying, I have so much more for you. I have so much I want to, to give you. I want to bless you. I want to, I want to shower you with my love, but people can't receive it. So that's why I do what I do. That's why I, that's why I counsel. That's why I do podcasts. That's why I do TV show. Um, that's why I go out on the streets and minister one-on-one because God has a plan and a purpose for you. And that is for you to have the abundance of life. And I always say this, that the abundant life isn't so much in what you acquire. It isn't in your material possessions. It isn't in um, the letters behind your name or how many followers you have. The abundance life truly is knowing who you are in Jesus Christ, walking it out every day and fulfilling the great commission, knowing that you are a daughter, that you are a son who is loved by the most high God. All right, so that's my little opening, and my my, my topic today is um, who tripped you up? Who tripped you up? And so I'm going to start um, with Galatians. We're going to go to Galatians 5, and we're going to go to verse 7, and it says this, You are running the race well. Who has interfered and prevented you from obeying the truth? Who has interfered and prevented you from obeying the truth y'all we know that we have an enemy and he prowls around looking to see who he can devour if we do not have god's truth hidden in our hearts if we do not know who we truly are in jesus christ we will fall for anything we will become a chameleon in this world um trying to be like everybody else just to be accepted, that we lose our true identity in Jesus Christ. God came again so that you would have life and have it abundantly. But if we are not totally grounded and rooted in Jesus Christ and our identity completely found in Him, we will get tripped up in our race. We will get tripped up in this in this race called life. We will... We will falter because we'll believe every lie that the enemy places in our hearts and in our minds. So what I want to do is I want to read one more scripture and then I want to go over some lies that the enemy tends to place in our hearts or in our minds that we tend to believe. And once we start believing those lies, those lies become a reality in our life. And therefore we can't fulfill all God has created us to fulfill. So the second scripture I want to go to excuse me, is 1 John. And it, I mean, it's John 1. And I'm going to start in 19 and just read a little bit down. But listen to this carefully. It says, This is the testimony of John the Baptist when the Jews sent the priests and the Levites to him from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? And he confessed truthfully and did not deny that he was only a man. But he acknowledged that I am not the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed. They Then they asked him, What then are you, Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the promised prophet? He answered, No. Then they said to him, Who are you? Tell us so that we may give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? All right, listen to this, y'all. He said, this is what John said. He said, I am the voice of the one shouted in the wilderness, Make straight the way of the Lord. 
John knew who he was, y'all. John knew who he was. They asked him point blank, are you Elijah? He said no. Are you a prophet? He said no. Are you, are you, are you Jesus? He said no. He knew exactly who he was. And that's what I want you to know today. Who are you? Who are you? John said that he he was he was beloved by Jesus. John was beloved by Jesus. When you introduce yourself, let me ask you this. Do you say, hi, my name is Dr. Trudy. I am the beloved daughter of the Most High God. You know, a lot of times we don't say it because that might sound weird. But are you thinking it? When you walk into a room, are you walking in knowing that you are a daughter and a son of the king? And so that you walk in as an atmosphere shifter, as a game changer in the, in the room, because you carry the anointing of knowing who you are as a child of God. There's a huge difference between knowing who you are, knowing your identity in Christ and believing it. A lot of times we don't believe it. We believe the lies of the enemy versus the word of God. Y'all listen to this. John knew who he was. He said, I am the voice of the one shouting in the wilderness. Make straight the way for the Lord. And then he said, I am loved by God. I want you to get to that place. That you know who you are in Christ. And that you will stop believing the lies of the enemy. So that you can be all that he created you to be. I want to talk about how you reject the lies. First, you have to recognize the lies. And I'm going to go over just a couple of lies that the enemy place tries to place in our head to keep us bound. The first lie is, I'm not good enough. How many of you have said, I'm not good enough? I know for the longest part in my life, I felt not good enough. And I have to say that there are days still today when I get in the comparison trap, which is also a tool of the enemy, that I feel not good enough. It's only when I keep my eyes looking at the Savior, if I keep my eyes vertical, that I know that I am enough because Christ dwells in me. So if you're struggling today with the lie that, I, that you are not good enough, I want you to go to John 14, 20 and Acts 1, 8. It says, I am good enough because Christ dwells in me and the Holy Spirit empowers me. Y'all think about that. Christ dwells in you and the Holy Spirit empowers you. Therefore, you are enough in the name of Jesus. Another lie that I hear often in the counseling room and a lie that I have struggled with my life in the past is I'm worthless. I'm worthless. I'm unacceptable. I'm unlovable. There's nothing good in me. I'm worthless. If y'all are believing that, you're believing a lie. God called you worthy. God looks at you with eyes of love, of compassion, of mercy, and of worth. So I want you to go to Deuteronomy 14.2. It says, I am God's treasured possession. You are God's treasured possession. If you think anything less, you're believing a lie. When you look in the mirror, I want you to say, I am God's treasured possession. He loves me. Sometimes we have to say things over and over before they become reality. But what we think and what we say take root in our heart and then they come out of our mouth and they form our reality. You are worthy because of Jesus Christ. 
Another one is I am a failure. How many times have you felt like a failure? You know, God is a God that he will never fail. And even if we mess up, we get back up. I think when we, when we, when I think about failing, I think of us not getting back up. If you make a mistake, if you go the wrong way, if you, if you continue to sin, you repent, but we get back up. But if you choose to lay down and not get back up and continue to believe you're a failure, then you're linking arms with the enemy and what you think will become your reality. So I want you to go to Philippians 4.13. It says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So therefore, you, daughter, you, son, can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You've just got to stay connected to the vine. You've got to stay vertical. You've got to keep your eyes on Jesus and not on the world. The world will trip us up every single time. I get this a lot. You may not struggle with this, but it's I can't forgive myself. And if you knew what I did, you couldn't forgive me either. Or how can God forgive me for all that I've done? Romans 8.1 says, Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Jesus Christ. God doesn't remember your sin. In fact, He cast them off from as far as the east is to the west. He doesn't remember your sin. He sees you as holy. He sees you as, as worthy. He sees you as a prince, as a princess. He sees you as royalty. And we've got to stop believing the lies. And you've got to learn to forgive yourself. I've done a teaching on forgiveness. Um, you can go back and listen to. But if you have any questions on forgiveness, feel free to reach out to me at drtrudysimmons at gmail.com. And I will help walk you through some steps to forgiveness. Another lie that keeps us from running our race or that trips us up from running our race is, I can't forgive the person who hurt me. I hear this a lot. Well, you just don't know what they've done to me. You know, life happens and people hurt people. And I don't want to discredit your pain or your hurt. But unforgiveness is only hurting you. Whether it's unforgiveness toward yourself or unforgiveness toward someone who has hurt you. Unforgiveness is only hurting you. And to say you can't forgive is a lie of the enemy. You know, sometimes we will need God. We do need God no matter what, every step of the way for forgiveness and for healing, um, for, for, for everything. God is our everything. And if you're having trouble forgiving yourself or someone else, I want you to cry out to God and say, God, I can't do this on my own. Help me to forgive. And then go to Ephesians 4.32. I can forgive because Christ has forgiven me. Christ has forgiven you from ever, for everything you've ever done and will do because he loves you and he wants you to be in that right relationship with him. And unforgiveness keeps us in that right relationship with Jesus. I'm just going to give you um, two more ways that the enemy will lie to us and keep us from running the race that we're going that we're supposed to that we're supposed to run. And the next one is, um, I would be happy if, I would be happy if, and I want you to place it in the blank. You would be happy if what? If you got a new job, if you got a new car, if you got a new, you tell me, because I want you to know that that will be a lie because you can be happy here and now, because listen to Psalm 126.3, my joy comes from the Lord. 
Y'all, scripture says that godliness with contentment is of great gain because we brought nothing into this world and nor can we take anything out of this world. Our joy comes from the Lord. Our contentment comes from the Lord, not from external things. Those external things are temporary. So to say you'd be happy if this happens is a lie that is keeping you from fully running your race. The last one I want to talk about is my life is hopeless. And I felt this way for so many years, just getting beat down and abused and and just self-hatred and condemnation. I was just like, my life is just useless. I'm just wasting space. And um, the Lord took me to Ephesians 3.20. It says, my God is able to do exceedingly abundantly all above all I can ask or think. Our hope comes from the Lord. Life is full when we link up with arms with Jesus Christ. When we when we resist the lies of the enemy. And there may be a lie that I didn't talk about today that the enemy has um, led you to believe as truth. So my prayer is that you will ask, Father God, what lie am I believing that is keeping me from running the race? What lie am I believing that has tripped me up from fulfilling the calling that God has placed on my life? And then I want you to renounce that lie with the truth. You know, it could be that no one loves me, but God loves you. It could be that you, you're, you're rejected, but God has accepted you. God loves you and he has a great plan for you. You've just got to accept it and stop believing the lies. So I want to end with the verse I started with, Galatians 5, 7. It says, you are running the race well. Who has interfered and prevented you from obeying the truth? Who? The enemy. The enemy of lies. The enemy of deception that we've decided to believe as truth. You've got to take those lies and combat them with the truth. So you, as John can say, he said, I am the voice of the one shouting in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord. I am John, the beloved of Christ. You, daughter, you, son, are the beloved of Christ. So let's throw off anything that hinders us, any lie, any deception that we've believed. Let's throw it off so that we can run the race for Jesus Christ and that we can say who we truly are in Christ, that we are the beloved sons and daughters of the Most High God. Thanks for tuning in today. I pray blessings over you. I pray that you will have a supernatural love encounter with God that will rock your world and change your life forever for his good, for your good, and for his glory. Thank you for tuning in. This is Dr. Trudy. You can reach me at drtrudysimmons at gmail.com. You can follow me on all social media outlets, Trudy Simmons or The Christian View. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks for listening to the Dr. Trudy Podcast. Learn more and get in touch with us at trudysimmons.net. That's trudysimmons.net. And help us to reach others with these encouraging messages of hope and inspiration by simply sharing them with your friends on your favorite social media platform. God bless, and thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you again soon, right here on the Dr. Trudy Podcast.